Hey everybody, it's Ed from the Whiskey Tangent Podcast here with another Whiskey Short. And joining me as always is Scott. Hey everybody. And also we have two very, very special guests. You've heard them before, but now they're back better than ever. The Whiskey Chicks, Aaliyah. How you doing? And Paula. Hello everyone. <laughs> and we're here to do what, Scott? Now we are here to do the Remus Repeal Reserve Series 7 Quick Taste. Whiskey Short. So, Ed, of course, talked all about who George Remus was on part two and three of our very first Whiskeymentary on Prohibition way back in season two. Please go back and listen to that if you haven't. It's excellent. If we do say so ourselves. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I agree. I agree. Yes. And Paul agrees. Leah, maybe, maybe not. I always agree. I'm never disagreeable. <laughs> <coughs> But just to give a brief synopsis, I have three paragraphs, most of which is from a review of the Remus Series 1 that was posted at thecasks.com. So it's three paragraphs, and then we will drink this hopefully delicious liquid. Remus Series 1? Yes. Doing the background of the releases, but not this particular one. Correct. Okay. Are you reading all three paragraphs? I am. It's story time with Scott. Yeah. And and, and you can uh, interrupt if you have something funny to say, as Ed often does. The repeal part of Remus Repeal Reserve refers to the repeal of Prohibition. The Remus part refers to George Remus, the legendary bootlegger who made a huge fortune during the early part of Prohibition. However, by the time Repeal Day rolled around on December 5th, 1933, Remus had pretty much lost all his money, spent far too little time in prison for killing his wife, which is to say no time, and had reinvented himself as an innocuous, straight-laced businessman. Repeal Day, of course, marked the end of the colossal American social blunder known as Prohibition when the 20th First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified. Today, the date has provided alcohol marketers with another wonderful opportunity to romanticize the odd, occasionally violent, and tragic bygone era in hopes of selling more alcohol. Ironically, there are now probably more than a few people waking up feeling miserable on the day after repeal day, wondering if repealing prohibition was such a good idea in the first place. First released in 2017, the Remus Repeal Reserve Straight Bourbon Whiskey was the second bourbon released by Ross and Squibbs, aka MGP's George Remus brand. The first release, The Remus Straight Bourbon Whiskey is a standard, widely available bottling, while the Repeal Reserve is more limited. Today, they have four additional Remus expressions, and of course, this is the seventh release in the Remus Repeal Reserve series. And you may recall that we have tasted Series 5 on Doug's Vault, and Series 6 made it all the way to the final pour in this year's Whiskey Madness Tournament. Right, so you want to read the specs on this one? Yeah, Ed. They're all in the bottle. Well, I just want to say that, Scott, that was very good reading. Oh, well, thank you. It was very informative. I loved it. Hooked on Phonics worked for you. Learn to read with Hooked on Phonics, the musical reading program. Hooked on Phonics worked for me. Call (laughs) 1-800-ABCDEFG. So the Remus Repeal Reserve, like all of the Remuses so far that I know, have been 100 proof. This one's made up of five distinct bourbons, 6% of a 2007 bourbon, that's 21% rye, 26% of a 2013 bourbon, also 21% rye, 21% of a 2014 bourbon, that's also 21% rye, 26% of a 2013 bourbon, that's 36% rye, and finally 21% of a 2014 bourbon that is 36% rye. Mm. And those five bourbons have been mixed together and crafted in a specially blended way for us to enjoy today. And here we are. I've had the five, I've had the six. I don't know if I had the four or not. Mm. I, don't I don't think know. I did. I don't remember. Have you uh, ladies had any of the Remus Repeal Reserve? I am not. I'm going to say no. I don't think mm. I have. This no. will be a special treat. I'm the six was good. The five is one of the best bourbons I've ever had. Delicious. 
absolutely top three, top really? five for me. Absolutely. Gorgeous whiskey, really. Um, I wish I had another bottle of that. That's my only regret. That is my only regret in life. <laughs> oh, that's your no, only regret. My only regret so in far. life is so not far. buying another bottle of the Remus Five. Um, did we mention the proof? One hundred. It is. 100%. They're all a hundred. Yes. So we'll just uh, we have it in our neat glasses. Yeah, we're swirling our neat glasses once again. If you'd like to join the neat glass party, you're way overdue. There, it's a fabulous drinking glass. One of the most famous whiskey and spirit tasting glass in the world. You can also taste tequila and barrel aged rum and gin and really anything. Wine, cocktails. Anything you like to get a good clean flavor, but definitely has an advantage against high proof spirits. Mm. So please go to theneatglass.com. And if you put in whiskey tan, you get 10% off your first order. So, hey, I say go for an even dozen, right? Sure. If you don't have that many friends, six is fine. Make George happy. Not George Remus. George the neat glass guy. I feel like you guys need specially engraved whiskey tangent meat glasses. Oh, your lips to George's ears. Uh, He's offered that. We just never took him up on it. (laughs) We did. To be honest, he's offered it (laughs) several times. We didn't get it for free is what I mean. Right, right. Just saying. No, I mean, he sent us cases, but he said we could have engraved it, but we didn't know what we wanted to do with it. So we're like, no, let's not. We will try not to be too greedy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm. what are you smelling? Honey. Yeah. Oh. Like no, nice... I'm not talking to you, Ed. <laughs> I got excited for my guest here. Good answer, though. <laughs> I suppose Vanilla. the answer is what I'm drinking. Make me a sandwich. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They brought lovely charcuterie board. Uh, check out the pictures for the episode that's on Instagram. Yeah. I, I am smelling some caramel, though. I, on was, this. Yep. I was uh, going to say the same caramel and yeah. vanilla. Yep. So I got brown sugar. I'm going to combine that to almost a butterscotch. Okay. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice. Toffee. Yes. I want to say more toffee than butterscotch. Mm, maybe a little maple. I can see where you're going with that. Mm, uh, definitely Ooh. oaky. Like the end of the scent is very oaky. I get a little maple. I'm getting a little mint. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, a little mint on the nose. Let's take a sip. Yeah. Hmm. Ooh, so the, the mint is definitely there mm-hmm. oh, on wow. the taste. Yeah. Yep. I didn't get it so much on the smell, though. But it yeah. It came in late. I stayed with the nose longer than I normally do, and I got mint at the end of that. Yeah, yeah. I oh. like this. Mm-hmm. I also did a technique that I'd seen online where you dab a little bit on your wrists like perfume. I watched, oh, really? I yeah. watched you do that from and, the corner um, of my eye, and I was a little concerned. Yeah, and it, and, and it, it brings out some different things. It's almost like, I don't know, just... As it evaporates on yeah. your skin. Right, because yeah. it evaporates the alcohol. Because it's that, a very small know, amount, right. so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you come back to it... After it evaporates in a couple seconds, with such a small amount, it changes a lot quicker, kind of like a glass would as you drink it or as you add ice or water to it, you know? This is good, but like I didn't even get to the palate, so I'm mm-hmm. rushing right to the finish. But uh, sorry, ladies. Uh, uh, the finish is a little quick. It doesn't linger. Um, now, see, it does for me. It burns. See, I don't know. I, we talked about this before. I'm getting a very, for 100 proof whiskey, this has a very long burn in my throat. Mm. Yes. The burn lasts. The burn is actually longer than the 126 proof larceny we just had yeah. an hour ago. This does taste hotter than 100, and the burn does last, but I'm not getting any flavor in that burn after that long. I'm going to taste it again. Hmm. I really like it. It's got a nice little spiciness to it. I like it. A tiny little bit of clove, yeah, but it's not. That's, like, that's kind of tied up with the mint, though. Cloying, like a clove can be, like clove can be overbearing sometimes. But is this a little? What word did you say? Overbearing? No. Oh, cloying. 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 English major. I've never heard you say that before. So no. A cloying scent is one that mm. lingers. Like right, it's a little overbearing. Like great grandma's gene mm-hmm. nate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gene nate after bath splash. 
is for people who want to take charge of their life. It makes your body and your mind so fresh, so new. You get the feeling there's nothing you can't do. I have to agree with Scott for being such a complex blend, very strong punch on the palate when you first sip. Yeah. I mean, the flavor hits you all up front, moves throughout the palate, and then falls off. I guess I would generously call this a medium finish, yeah. but I would not call this a long finish. No. I added a couple of drops as well, and, and it helps definitely down. tones down the, I don't like to say burn, because that's like a negative connotation. Yeah. Well, the heat. But. Yeah, heat. Yes. The spirit. You know, I think you could taste the 36% rise at the back of this taste, near the finish for sure. Jump ahead. What does Breaking Bourbon say about the finish? Uh, you just want to hear the finish? Or you yeah, yeah. Hear, yeah. You want to hear everything? I would, no, I would like to hear the notes. You jump to the finish. Well, I'll find it in order. <laughs> <laughs> that makes the most sense. I agree. Yeah. Do you read the last few pages of a book too? Ed? In case I die. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> I heard someone say that. I always read the end of the book in case I die before I finish it. Like, that's a terrible way to live. Well, if you're going to stay alive for another five minutes, then let's just do the regular tasting. <laughs> well, that is the plan. It's always a question. For well, me. well, hold on. Let's see. So, uh, Paula, what are you getting on the palate? Honestly, I have a tendency to keep a little more quiet because I'm in such agreement with what everyone mm, is saying. Yeah. So, yes, there was definitely the heat that comes through. I did definitely get a quicker finish. Ended sooner than it lingered obviously mm-hmm. and um but it was still enjoyable so initially yes you had that unusual minty feel a little bit yeah but then that tapered off pretty quickly there's almost a hint of like dill mm. like you get on like a will it rye or something just a hint of it but that just enhances that herbaceousness yeah. that you were just talking about wait i just think it's funny that he already brought up pickles mm-hmm. oh dill do you want dill yeah i mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. yeah what's the dill with that uh, <laughs> it's no big deal Hmm. <laughs> on the nose caramel maple syrup raw walnuts vanilla with subtle oak oh. we did pretty good there not we bad. did uh, the walnuts i don't walnuts. know about that. oh on the palate thick mouthfeel yeah agreed caramel chocolate raw honey somebody said yep, honey that's yep. me cinnamon maple candies cherries pears and pepper i mean spicy. Yeah, yeah, yeah the spiciness we, is we got a lot of that on the finish moderately long with vanilla mint pepper and cinnamon Look at that. Mod- well mod- done. But mo- good. Moderately long. Moderately long, it says. Moderately short, I would call it. And then maybe this was with water. This is the whiskey apostle, just to get somebody new. You know, with water, have you put a couple drops in, Scott? I did. The finish goes longer. Yeah. And it brings out a little bit more pepper. I'm still tasting stuff now. But the vanilla mint. Do you remember? Yeah, the Wellamints. Vellamints? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember those? Yeah. Vellamints? Great tasting Vellamints. You've never tasted a mint like this. Breathtaking Vellamints. You've never felt fresher. So cool and fresh. They take your breath away. That's so weird that we both remembered it. Yeah. Because that was the only vanilla mint I've ever had. That's what the finish tastes like. Those vanilla mints we had when we were kids. Those are square. I love them. I would eat a whole thing in like 10 minutes. I can say with 100% certainty. I have never had one. Really? Yeah. You remember them though? No. No. Really. Oh, yeah. but, oh. but she's convinced that unless we set this up ahead of time, they did exist because we both said it at the same time. <laughs> Except typically I said Wellermints, which was the improper. <laughs> well. You're thinking of Weller. Yeah. Well, Weller mints. You know. Mint candy is made from Weller 12 here. That would be nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm still fascinated by the dabbing it on like perfume. Yeah, that didn't really do anything for me. It did for me. They did. What would you get? I well, I mean, I don't know that I got anything different. It just smelled oh. completely different than what it smelled like in, in the glass. Like, yep. Oh, if you're ever just not sure what you're getting because the swirling in your nose, this if you do that, you kind of spread it out across your hand a little bit. It'd be nice if your hand was clean, everybody. But um, and then just let it sit there for about ten seconds and give it a smell, and you're gonna smell a lot of the notes. It's just a way to do it. Hmm. I didn't believe it either when I saw it done online. And I've done it, and you know what? Sometimes it's really helped me smell stuff. Wow. A little dabble, do you? Brill green, a little dabble, do you? Brill green, you look so debonair. Brill green, the gals will offer to you. They'll up to get their fingers in your hair. Well, mine smells like cheese board. Wow. <laughs> Again, clean hands. Clean hands. Aaliyah and Paula clean brought this gigantic hands. cheese board. You last heard it last week. Last yeah. week's episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so overall thoughts. Ed, since we've tasted the five and the six before, where do you place it among them? I got to tell you, I think it's third of them. Yeah. It's, it's a very good whiskey for 104 for the bottle. Mm-hmm. It's not better than the Larceny I got for 64. I'll tell you that much. No. It's unique. I'm a big fan of Remus and MGP. You know, I am. So not to disparage this by itself, but if, since you asked the question, it's not as good as five or six, in my opinion. I wish Doug was here to let us know his opinion because no. he's pretty well pouted on five and six. Yeah, and I would agree with that. This is not as good as five and six, but it's still a good whiskey. Like, Absolutely. it's still terrific. Well, let's ask the ladies. They never had I'm, any of the yeah, other. Yeah. So. yeah, what do you ladies uh, think? Without obviously being able to compare to five, six, or other, I enjoy it. I don't know that I would pay over $100 for it. Right. Yeah, that's a question. So, you know, not when so many better options. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. you know, since you're pouring, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Pour me another yeah. hand. Yep. Yeah. You're a pouring is like European, but a different continent you're altogether. You're <laughs> <laughs> Now, I do agree. I mean, I really can't compare it to the others, but in the course of ones that I have drank in the past, I did enjoy it. Again, you know, being here with you guys and experiencing it for the first time has been a delight, but it's not something I would go out of my way to have in my regular at home, but I would definitely drinking out, you know, with friends and, you know, have a good time. Sure, right. It's not a bottle. It's a bar, right? (laughs) Translation. You can get it at the bar. If any of my friends at the lounge want to pour this from their locker, I'll be happy to drink it. (laughs) Hey, Doug, Doug, Doug definitely got the seven. I'm sure he does. Right, but me, I'm not going to buy the bottle. That's what I'm hearing from Paula. Yeah. And I don't blame her. I already bought the bottle, so I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to enjoy drinking this. It's not like it's a pour out. It's a very good whiskey. Very good. We're being very critical of it. And there's a very good chance once this bottle's open for a week, it could taste completely different. I'll be happy to come back. (laughs) (laughs) So you want to hear about their other expressions that they have uh, that I mentioned in the short history? Okay, so they have a straight bourbon. We actually tasted this, Ed, if you remember, on part two of our sourcing whiskey entry. Back in season four, George Remus, it's 94 proof, five to six years aged, undisclosed mash bill, but it's a blend of two high rye bourbon mash bills, possibly two of the same bourbon mash bills that are in this. Uh Uh, Sweet with notes of maple and vanilla characteristic rye and a smooth long finish. That's only 35 to 40 bucks. It's a great bottle to keep around. It's very reasonable. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, They have something called the highest rye bourbon. It's infused with marijuana. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 51% corn, 39% rye, 10% malted rye. So it's almost a rye. Yeah. 109 proof, robust candied fruit, caramel, vanilla, sweet cream, fig, mint grass, spicy cinnamon, nutmeg, and a lingering saddle leather finish. There's your leather, Aaliyah. That's Ed. Oh, that's right. <laughs> $45 to $55. Uh, they have single barrels. We don't have to go through that. They have something called the Gatsby Reserve. Yes. Named after the title character in F. Scott Fitzgerald's novel, The Great Gatsby, rumored to be based on George Remus, the man himself. 98.1 proof, 15 years aged. 
and the mash bill varies, so is the taste at $200, but I've seen it on the secondary for $300. And the Volstead Reserve, a one-time release of 6,000 bottles created to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the Volstead Act, which enforced prohibition. 100 proof, 14 years aged, 75% corn, 21% rye, 4% malted barley, $200 when it was released, but up to $900 on the secondary now because you can't get it anymore. And that's it. You know, know, it's interesting because as soon as I saw the bottle, it gave me Gatsby feels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. It's very designed, that Art Deco 20s look. All right. So uh, if you want to go out there and try the newest Remus, it's out, the seven. It's about a hundred and a couple bucks. <laughs> if you like us and you want to see what they're doing every year, go get it. Or just become friends with Scott and Ned and you or, can get it right. for free. We're very friendly. We're very friendly. We, we're free pourers too. Great friends. We are. Yeah. Here, Leah, have some more. Yeah. Fantastic. So for the Whiskey Tangent <laughs> Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. I'm Aaliyah. And Paula. Cheers, everybody. Later. Salud. So-